Hi, everyone. It is Marilyn Alori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? We all know it's a podcast by now. And I am doing a very special pod party with my members from Membership for Your Soul. And I'm really excited about doing this one, and I'll tell you why. We've all, I don't, you're going to be hearing this probably, I'm recording this on October 25th, 2022. So whenever you're listening to it, um, you're listening to it and it's perfect for you. But what's been going on with my life is I've been talking about 10Xing my life from the beginning of the year. And um, when you decide to do something different and you decide to do something great, something big, you get really uncomfortable and the world gets topsy-turvy. And I've been talking about the topsy-turvy events that I've been having this, this year. And during that experience, I've been grounding into some incredible techniques and tools and practices that we're going to talk about today. I'm going to take you through some techniques and tools today that really have um, changed my life and grown me and expanded me. And I've got to say, there's been moments of real uh, moments of fear because I've been shifting so much and, and staying aligned with who I am. And during those moments of fear and a uh, little bit of anxiousness, I've been tapping into my guides like never, ever before, like never before. I've been going to them in ways that have been, um, it's really incredible. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to really, really get into conversation with a guide around a particular topic, because I'm going to tell you about how it's really changed my life. And I'm going to have it change. I want you to change your life. One of the things that I'm getting, um, so let me just finish my story. So I've been tapping into my guides. It's better when I don't look at you guys. I'm seeing all my beautiful members. And sometimes it's best if I don't look at them because then I pick up their energy and that's part of being empathic. So I've been tapping into my guides uh, every single day. I've been channeling with them except on Sundays. And when I tap into my guides, I sit down and I do a meditation. I open up my chakras, um, I release stuff, and then I open up to them and I call them into the room by name. I know exactly their names are. I know where they stand. And then I launch into my channel session. And the way that I do it is I, I record everything because I won't remember anything. I speak out loud. And I speak out loud um, the questions that I have. I speak out loud. They'll be like, tell us what's going on in your life. Now, we all know my guides know what's going on in my life, but they want me to speak it out loud. And you've heard me talk about this before. So I may speak about what's going on in my life, and then I'll launch into questions. And as I ask them questions, whatever I hear, see, feel, sense, or know. Now, many times with my guides, it's when I'm channeling, it's usually clairaudience and claircognizance. But in the beginning, they would use a lot of clairvoyance as well. They would use um, seeing things. So you don't want to negate anything. You want to speak out loud everything that you're getting. So if I'm asking my guides, uh, I have to decide about this really big thing in my life and I need to know what to do. And I'm just like being, you know, not being, um, not revealing all of it right now. What should I do? And then whatever I hear, I will speak out loud. Whatever I feel, I will speak out loud. Whatever I see, I will speak out loud. And I really want you guys to get into the habit of doing this because by doing this, there's a couple of things that happen. One of the things that happens is it gets the fluff out of the way, the things that really um, stop you from getting into solution. So when you're speaking out loud, you start getting really clear about what is the issue at hand that you need to address. And the universe also starts recognizing what it is that they want to respond to, right? Because when we're in our heads about things, we're like, our thoughts are going everywhere. We're thinking about past stuff. We're thinking about something we're 
um, pissed off about, and we're not getting really clear to the question at hand. So many people say to me, my, I can't hear my guides. My guides aren't talking to me. And I'm like, your guides are always there. So that's not true. It's just, you don't know how to communicate with them, or you don't know how to listen to them, or you don't know how to like talk, just be in the moment and use your imagination and trust. So when you speak out loud, you speak through the fluff and the stuff that gets in your way, and you are able to get to the clear question that you have. Then the, your guides know what to answer. So you could speak out loud and say, hey, um, so-and-so asked me to go to this party, but I'm not really feeling up to it. So, but I'm really not sure because this might be an opportunity and I should go to this gathering. What do you think? And whatever you feel, hear, see, sense, know, all of the above, speak it out loud. Even if you feel like my heart feels a little bit closed off, I'm not hearing anything, but I am sensing that it's not making me feel good and I should pay attention to that. You become your own therapist. And the, the solutions that drop in when you get used to doing it this way will blow your mind because they blow my mind. They absolutely blow my mind. So much so that I've been very open about my therapeutic journey, which I've been, I was in therapy for many, 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 many years. So I'm not somebody who's new to therapy. I know how to do therapy. I know how to pick a really good therapist and I know how to work through and accelerate really fast. It's not an ego statement. You all may feel this way too. I'm not saying I'm better than you or anything like that. So when, uh, so recently I worked with a therapist for about eight weeks, but then I was done. I was, she was an amazing therapist. She was great. But I found that I was just going in to channel sessions because my guides had been asking me for quite some time now to just, they didn't say not to go to therapy. My guides didn't do that. But they've been asking me to really talk to them, to communicate with them every single day, to lean into them, to ask them for support. So I finally started listening and I finally started sitting down and making space and communicating with them. And what I found is what they were giving me was profound and was accelerating my growth and shifting me. And the biggest thing it was helping me to do was to believe in myself in a whole other level. Because I'm a fairly confident person, but I can also, everybody, we all have little insecurities, right? So through my work with them, which is what I want you guys to do, is I started discovering a whole other layer to my work, how I want to, how I want to work, how I want to stop hiding and how I want to just, just motivate the masses to change their life. So I'm going to get into a tiny story and then we're going to go into the work guys. So I don't look at the camera when I do this. Um, sorry, because I'm in my, with my guides right now. So some of what I've been doing is I've been doing rituals in the morning and rituals at night that are life-changing rituals. And you have to do, you have to take action in order to create change in your life. If you're waiting for an outside influence or an outside stimulus to shift your experience in your life, you're going to be waiting for a very long time and you're going to constantly be disappointed. But when you decide to be the thing that you desire to be, no matter how fearful you are, no matter how much you don't know how to do it, you're not going to know how to do it. It's something different and new. You've never done it before. 
But when you say, I am deciding to be seen and heard, I am deciding to motivate millions through stories and my techniques and tools. I am deciding to get my podcast out to thousands of people. I don't necessarily need to worry how that's going to happen. I just sit in the vibration of it. And then I listen for solution. And if spirit says, well, you know, send your podcast to so-and-so, then you act on it. And I can't tell you how many times spirit will go contact this one, contact that one. I won't hear a thing. Do I care? I could care less. Why? Because I'm not, all my eggs aren't in that basket. I'm in constant action. I've done this with my true crime podcast, which I keep threatening to release and still not there yet because this year threw me a little bit for a loop with my team and everything. It's all starting to solidify now, which is wonderful. So when they said, I was just thinking about this morning because there was about three podcast people that I contacted with my idea. No one got back to me. I don't care. They don't validate me. They're going to they're gonna look back at their email if they did get the email because a lot of these people don't, right? And uh, they're going to be like, ooh, wow, we should have done that. <laughs> I, really, I really don't give it a second thought. That's a joke. You can't let... When you take an action, if there is a no on the end of that action, it doesn't mean it's a no in your heart and in your life. Nobody dictates my direction. My guides and myself dictate my direction. So I'm going to work with all of you today on how to really get direction with your guides. But here's the thing, and I'm getting really strict about this and I, and I, you know, I'm going to lose people. People are going to like want to leave and that's okay but I'm also going to gain the people that I can serve. And I'm not everybody's cup of tea. We already know that. So I am done with people sitting on the fence. I don't want to hear any more excuses. I, I was, it's interesting because I used to be a little bit of a complainer and I have a friend and it was when I was, it was years ago, about, about when I made a big shift in my business about 10 years ago, I think it was. Yeah. And um, I, had an, I had an old team person and it, it was, wow, disruption. Talk about disruption. It was crazy ass disruption. During, I was doing my very first big webinar and we parted ways. And um, it was what I needed to do, but I did not need it to happen that way. My intuition was telling me, don't do it this way. I had a coach say, do it this way. And I was like, mm, intuition saying, don't do it this way, but I'll follow you because you're my coach. And I did it and it blew up. And I remember calling a friend because I was getting really nasty emails from this person and I was pissed. And my friend, she's one of these people that will sit there and advise me. And then I'll call again and she'll advise a little more. And then I'll call again and she won't pick up the phone. <laughs> and she's no, she does this to me quite a bit. And it's really okay. It's really okay because I know who she is. She's there, she shows up and she gets to a point where She's done. She's done with complaining. She doesn't want to hear it. She gave me advice. That's it. And I respect that about her. I respect it. At the time, I was like pissed off. I'm like, what kind of friend is this? But I get it now because you have to get out of complaints. You can't sit there and complain about a situation. It's not serving you any. It's not good. You've got to move on. You've got to really get into action with your guides and move forward. So. Nothing changes unless we change personally inside ourselves. And the best vehicle 
for us to change is to be in communication with our guides. So I find myself now not complaining and when I and steering away from complaining. I don't want to sit there and ruminate on what's wrong, what's the problems are. I want to just get into solution. Yeah, we already know that sucks. Move on. And I just stay focused on the future. Now, I don't worry about what the future is going to look like because I'm surrendering to my guides. I trust. I was just thinking about, I always have my best thoughts in the bathroom. I was on the bowl, on the throne, my own personal throne. And I was thinking about something, a little bit of an anxious thing. And I said, yeah, right. Automatically, this thought came in, this voice came in, but I, I trust, I have faith. I am, and I was like, wow, I am hopeful. I'm not, I'm making really good choices. And it wasn't, I didn't cause it. It just was there. It was automatically there in my being when I thought about this anxious thing and in my being was like, no, I trust I'm completely good. And that's what starts to shift when you work from a solution-based instead of a problem-based. So let's get to work. What is your, give me in the chat, your biggest takeaway for today. And if someone wants to share, I don't know why. It's so weird how this live transcript is on. It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna worry about it now. I can't look at it. If it's disturbing you guys, sorry. Tell me what your biggest takeaway is for today. And um, there, I hit it. And also, if somebody wants to share real quick, you can. Does anybody want to share real quick, verbally? Oh, we got a quiet bunch today. Nobody? Get out of complaint and get into action, Cheryl says. You have to take action to create change, yes. So I'm sharing this with all of you because Again, nothing's going to change in your life if you don't change. And you have to really take inventory and ask yourself, am I doing everything I can? Am I doing everything I can to make these changes in my life? Because we could all sit here, especially everybody in membership for your soul and say, well, I'm doing A, B, and C, but is that enough? If nothing's changing, it's not enough. You have to change who you are at the core. Decide, decide, decide. Work from solution instead of problem. Great. Speaking out loud, my guide, something new to work with. Beautiful. Okay. So I want you all write what I hear, but don't speak out loud. I write what I hear, but don't speak out loud. Sharon, I want you to start writing. I want you to start speaking out loud. It's life-changing. I'm teaching Claire audience in Next Level Living, and they're having such, uh, the, the, the ones that I've heard back from, they're having really big life changes from this. It is such a big change to speak out loud. And you don't have to be in deep meditation. You could speak out loud anywhere. And what it does is it really clears the cobwebs from your head um, and feeling your voice. That's great. Speaking out loud to really hearing and feeling your voice. Beautiful, Terry. All right. Let's get to work. I want you deciding on something that you are going to, we're recording this October 25th, right? something that you're really deciding on completing by December 25th, 22. 
And I can't, I'm not going to deal with hems and haws and uh, yeah, yeah. You have to really commit to this change. So if it's something that you don't have a lot of time to do, make it simple, but make it something doable. So if it's, I'm going to read, I am deciding to read five pages a night, or I'm deciding to turn off the TV at a certain time. All of those are really great habits, but I want you to think of something that you're deciding to do that is in alignment with where you want to go. Like Cheryl, you talked to me about doing cards and stuff. If that was your the thing that you really wanted to make happen this year, even if it was just Yaroon and I are going to meet every Wednesday at such and such a time for the next eight weeks to get this done, then that's what you do. So think about it because like with Stephen, Stephen Farmer and Anna Maria Vasquez and I are doing a retreat, right? I approached the two of them. They were on board. We have committed. And I'm glad I have the two of them because I got really fearful at one point. Like I was like, oh, and we have helped each other by committing to it just happening. We're committing and meeting and doing it. Speaking aloud in progress pods, very helpful. That's great. That's great to hear, Sharon. She's, we do progress pods. 50 business. No, no, I think that's too many, Gia. I'm going to call bull on this. She said, I'm committed to making at least 15 business calls daily. How many business calls have you made daily so far? Can you unmute? You may not be able to. Okay. I love Gia. How many business <laughs> calls have you made daily? What's the most you've made? on a daily basis. Oh gosh, it has been years. I made 30 calls in one day and that was torture and I hadn't done it since and that was a few years ago. But I feel that if I do that, it'll get the momentum and I'll feel good about it and it'll become easy. Okay, so then the question I want, for, I'd rather you do two a day. Really? Okay. I don't feel like I'll be getting anywhere, but me, I'm just gonna trust you. Cause you always know well, you can do five a day. The thing is, I don't want you, I want you committing and really committing to it. Right. So if you feel you could really commit to 15 a day, mm -hmm. you had an awful experience at 30 a day. Mm -hmm. So why not build up to it? Okay. Okay. Two yeah. a day. So I'm even if two, two, great. Two, two, yes. or, two or five. <laughs> now the thing I'd want you to work with uh, with your guides is um, what do I need to know or what do I need to know about myself or how do I need to be prepared or how can you help me to make these, let's say five, we'll just say five, up to five calls a day. We'll say okay. up to five calls a day. Okay. That's where your guides can help you. Mm -hmm. And if you commit to talking to your guides every single day before you make these sales calls, you're going to make those sales calls because you're going to show up for them. They're going to show up for you. And then you're going to show up for yourself by making the sales calls. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. You have to do it, honey. You're someone that I'm going to call you out, Gia, because you Thank know how much you. I love you. What's holding you back, Gia, from being a success? Um, and everybody answered for themselves. What's holding you back from being a success? I think it's really the fear of what people are thinking about me, the judgment piece and, and not looking good enough, not feeling that I know my industry, my, my, you know, this business well enough to really be like some of the people that I, you know, I really look up to mentors and yeah. And we're still, we're talking about selling Mary Kay, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Where did that, where do you feel that belief came from? Do you know where that belief came from? I feel that I do. I think as an adult, it came from years ago being in this business and seeing how my, at that time, mentor was being treated behind her back when people were talking oh, and, and not only the customers, but also even her team members, you know, there's, there was a lot and she was so unaware and just the thought of, you know, people talking about me like that and not, are you <laughs> not, well, go ahead, honey, finish your thought and just not being good enough for them. Okay. Let me ask you something. She was your mentor. Did you like her? Not very much so. I think it's oh. a, it's almost like a motherly thing. I, I I respect and love her as a mothery type person, but as a business person, no, I don't like her at all. I left her group. Okay, what didn't you let? This isn't about. So one thing spirit will never do is talk bad about a soul. So none of this that you're saying is about her per se. It's more your experience of her. Okay. Okay. So I don't want you to feel, cause I know you're a very sweet, good hearted person and you would never want to hurt another person. Right. So right. what wasn't in alignment for you about her? Uh, she didn't have the integrity. So she would say things about the product or about her experience that I knew weren't really true. Wow. Good one. Are you about integrity, Gina? I like to think so, but I, I'm sure, you know, we all have our moments of stuff, but now I'm going to ask again. One. Yeah. Are you about integrity, Gia? Yes, actually I am. You are. I know you well. <sighs> yeah. You really are. So honey, I want you to work with your guides. Okay. About this integrity piece. How can I stay in integrity? How can I check in with you to make sure that I'm in integrity? How can you, how can you help me to stay in integrity? I have no doubt in my mind that you'll be in integrity, but I want you to feel the support from the invisible force that you're always in integrity. Okay. All right. Now, I also want you to ask your guides. First of all, Gia, let me ask you this. With the way that you're so giving and loving towards people, what do you think, and be honest, what do you think people say behind your back? Uh, I, I like to think that they have good things to say, although I also think that maybe they're thinking it's not genuine or I'm wanting something out of it. You okay. know, that, that kind of thing might come up. So you may have the, um, what's that? I don't even, can't even remember it. The imposter syndrome thing. Yes, yes. Yes. All right. Let me ask you this, Gia, if you were approaching someone to sell them something, how, and could you say something to them that let you know, let them know that you were coming from a very real place, like you really cared about them and you, you didn't want them to think that it was fake or false. How could you approach them and talk to them in a way that made them feel like you really had their best interest at, to heart, at heart? That's the million dollar question. That's what I'm grappling with, how to really connect with people in that way. 
So the CM okay. Katie one. Let me ask you something. Who's somebody that you've helped recently? Uh, my birthing client, her name is um, Sarah. Okay. How, what did you help? And, and don't reveal too much, just in case, you know, you don't even have to give her name. <laughs> what was something that you helped her feel? Hmm. Uh, I would have to say it's her reassurance that her body is certainly capable of birth and that she can advocate for herself and she doesn't have to just do whatever she's, you know, her medical team tells her that there is, you know, some advocacy and, and empowerment there. Okay. How, how truthful, no, how integral was that conversation for you from a scale from one to 10, one being not so much 10 being when you had that conversation with her and you really related with her and you really connected with her, where were you in your integrity, Gia, in that conversation? 10. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And was it a heart-to-heart -heart connection and why? Was it because you really cared about what she, what, what was the reason that you felt like you could just share this with her? I care about her. I care about women in general and yes. you know, birthy topics, that kind of thing, wellness. That was yes. really important to me. So when you're selling your Mary Kay product, is there a difference in what you care about the Mary Kay customer compared to Sarah? No, actually there isn't. Still empowerment, advocacy, learning, wellness. There is with you. You yeah. really care about what the product makes someone feel. Yes. And the thing is with sales, it's not about making the sale. It's about connecting with the person. Mm -hmm. To me, it's, it's, and I know it's the same with you. And I think probably you're in an industry or you've been taught that it's all about the sale and the bottom line and the results. And I'm not saying that about Mary Kay or anything. We're not, we're not saying that. I don't know anything about Mary Kay, so I'm not going to say anything about it. But I know that it's my experience that it's usually about that, but the result really is how the two of you walk away from that conversation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like I have somebody who approached me about next level living and she had to fill out an application, right? And uh, I said, okay, based on your application, we can get on a call. And on the application, it says, this is how much next level living is. This call isn't a sales call. It's about making sure it's right for you. I don't say that exactly in those words. Are you ready to pay for it if we decide it's right? And she said, yes, because I'm not even going to get on a call with you unless you're really ready to commit. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in selling the product to her. I have an interest in helping her to know if it's the right product for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she actually canceled the call today. And I wrote her and I said, how committed I'm okay if you're having second thoughts. I'm not going to waste my time getting on a call with you. Right. If you're afraid, let me know. When you come from a place of, I want to help you make the best decision possible for you, it's not a sales call. Okay. I want you to start shifting it. Does that help, Gia? Yeah, it does actually. Thank you. All right.
Great. Let's get into some work. And then I'm going to be doing a little of this kind of coaching with all of you because thank you, sweetie. And I wonder how it goes, Gia. Okay. But I don't want you to compare yourself to the experience of the mentor. But what I want you to do, instead of me telling you how to think and how to be, which I know you're very good at like working on yourself, ask your guides, how can I separate from this experience of what I witnessed with my mentor? How can I separate from this experience of having 30 sales calls? How can I build my self-esteem or just know like readings for me? I did not want to do readings. And I sat with God and I was like, if I'm going to do this and people are really going to trust me, you have to make me very good. Like one of the best, because I really want to help them. And as soon as, and I'm actually going to start offering readings again, but, but as soon as it started becoming about money, Gia, I had to leave that. And I was making a good living doing readings. When you make it about the person, now I'm not saying give away the farm because you can't do that either. I did that. I gave away too much for free and I'm stopping that nonsense. Find your self-worth in the conversation. Ask your guides, how can I really be of service? Changes the whole dynamic. Okay. All right, so write down, so I. So if you guys wanna turn off your cameras, you can, cause you're gonna maybe be speaking out loud. If you wanna do this as an automatic writing exercise, you can, okay? But you are gonna communicate with your guide, okay? So the first thing you're going to do, do whatever you need to do to feel comfortable. You can close your cameras down, it's not a big deal to me. I want you to hold your hands in front of your heart and I want you to breathe into the space from your hands to your heart. So what you're doing is just breathing into the palm of your hands and then bringing the breath into your heart and just breathing back and forth. So it's almost like you're sending your breath into the palm. I've never done this before, so just bear with me as they're giving me the direction. As you're sending your breath into the palm of your hands, the breath is bouncing off the palm of your hands and going into your heart. And as it's going into your heart, it's enlarging your heart. It's, it's enlarging it in a positive way. Light, passion, inspiration, creativity, anything that you feel you need to fill your physical being with to be, to, you know what it is? It's to meet your God self. And if that word doesn't work for you, whatever, a higher self, universal self, energetics, highest energetic self. But what you're doing is, and just keep breathing as I'm talking, is you are breathing your own breath into the palms of your hands, which are healing, um, healing energy for you, which your, your hands, your palm of your hands, you have healing capacity. And the breath is bouncing off your hands into your physical being. And it is helping you to meet your God self, your birthright, your purpose, your, and I, you know, I don't love the word purpose because it, it's such a defining word and it's got parameters and I don't like it. Your aligned self. Just take a couple of breaths doing that right now. And notice, Spirit said, you don't need anybody outside yourself to give you that breath. You have it. You don't need anybody outside this, outside of you to lay their hands on you to help you to find your deepest truth, your highest alignment, 
your light, your um, service. And service has such a um, stigma to it. And I want you right now to redefine what service means to you, because I don't use the word service. I don't like it because it has a parameter around it that is very antiquated in context, religious context from the past. But if I get into my highest self, my God self, the gifts that I've been given, and I want you all to do this, and why God, universe, spirit put you on the earth at this particular time to help whoever it is you desire to help, not at a detriment to yourself, not at a, a thing where you're exhausted, but an energized, inspired, created self, where you're really in your sweet spot and you're getting paid if that's what you choose to do for what you love. And you're valuing yourself. It's not somebody else is paying you that's valuing you. You value your work, you value yourself. And that person recognizes the value and there's a monetary exchange. We don't wait for other people to value us. We value ourselves. Just breathe into all the words that I am saying because I am spewing a lot. See a light forming on the palm of your hands. And that light is a representation of your guide. Now it might be a guide you know, might not be a guide that you wanna work with, but have an idea of who that light represents for you in terms of a guide. It could be an ascended master, it could be an angel, it could be a guide you already have. It could be um, a deceased, public figure that represents something incredible to you, an inspiring story, an inspiration. Breathe, decide who it is. You decide what that light represents in terms of guidance. And now take your hands and place that guide someplace. You place them, you decide where they stand. And now breathe wherever they are. And feel this uh, relationship forming between the two of you. Feel their love for you. most importantly, feel your love for them. Now, spirit asks that you don't come from a desperation or please tell me or tell me everything's going to be okay. Spirit's asking that you don't do any of that. That you breathe on an equal plane with them. You're both equals here. And you're here to help each other. And notice if you struggle or grapple with that belief because it might be Jesus standing next to you and you're like, whoa. 
I'm on equal plane with Jesus. Yeah. For right now you are. You don't have to decide for later on, just right now. Now, I want you to tell this guide what you're deciding to be. Say, I am deciding and whatever it is, but I want it to be a goal that you can manifest in the next two months. And just let it come out, whatever it is. I'll get quiet in a second. You could say, I am deciding to be debt-free. I am deciding to be financially successful. I, I don't care what the belief system is around two months or if you're listening to this and it's a month later or it's a week later, whenever you're doing this, let's do it this way because this is evergreen on the podcast. It's for eight weeks, something that you're manifesting in the next eight weeks that you're committing to, Spirit said. Let's get out of the word manifesting that you're committing to in the next eight weeks. I am deciding. So just take a moment now and do that. And if you can speak it out loud, speak it out loud. And as soon as you speak it out loud, notice what you feel. And speak it out loud again and speak what you feel about it out loud. And notice what you see. Notice what you see after you say it. I don't care if you see something in the room. I don't care if you don't see anything. You're seeing something, write it down, say it out loud. Now speak out loud that you're, what you're deciding to do, what you feel about it, and ask why you saw what you saw and hear the answer. I don't care if you're making it up. You have to repeat out loud what you hear. I don't care if all you hear is silence. You repeat that out loud. So I'll repeat the instructions again. Sorry for those of you who are moved past already. You're speaking out loud what you're deciding to do, how that made you feel, and then what you saw, and then ask spirit, your guide, why did I see this? and then speak out loud what you hear. Notice how you feel with what you hear. How you feel speaking it out loud. And now I want you to just ask your guide a question about this goal that you are committing to. What do you need to know about it? What do you need to do to commit to it? Whatever question you ask, ask it out loud. Notice what you see, feel, and hear and speak it out loud. What you see, feel, and hear after you ask that question.
see if you have any follow-up questions and just get into communication. Use your imagination. Now notice how you feel from the beginning of this exercise, what, like 10 minutes ago to now. Do you feel you can do it? And are you committed to yourself to do it? Are you committed? Because that's what it's about. It's about committing to yourself. You're all worthy. You're all created. There's no question in spirit's mind about that. There's only question in your mind about it. Are you committed to it? And if you're not, Ask any follow-up question about that or anything you need because we're gonna wrap this up. Now, take your hands and notice, put them where you put that guide. Notice what you feel. Is there a vibration and energy and emotional energy to it? And gather that energy up. And if it feels good to you, place it in your heart, place it in your throat, your two truth centers, place it wherever you want and breathe it in because your guide is part of you and you are part of your guide. And you're the same. All that wisdom they hold, you hold. All you have to do is talk to them. It's like they unzip a coat and they're like, just look at it. I have it all for you. Here it is. Breathe into your body. Thank yourself, show yourself gratitude for showing up. Congratulate yourself for doing the work. Don't judge yourself for where you're at. Commit to just continuing every day to, do a, to be a little more. It's not even do a little more, Spirit says, it's be a little more. Be a little more of your truth, your authentic self, your, your organic self, your aligned self. your soulful self. Say your name to yourself three times, calling your spirit back into your body. And then open your eyes. Okay, so let's do some, uh, let's do this. I'm not gonna do this to everybody. I'm just gonna, whoever wants to share. Um, gonna go to Gia first though, cause I just wanna hear a recap of what she got from that. 
try to keep it, G is good this way, um, to a sentence or two. And if you have a follow-up question for me that you need coaching on, let me know. But mainly what I want to know in the chat is if you all got information. Did you get information that way? That's what I want to know. Gia, did you get more information, honey? I did. I got a lot of information. My guide was surprisingly an elephant and Mr. Rogers was there. I just love his energy. Mm. And it went perfect with what you were already sharing about just being myself and letting that love. And I guess that's where Mr. Rogers comes in because he just exudes love to me, love of children, love of people. Um, but yeah, it was just when you said being a little bit more of myself and I thought, aha, the alignment, not to let my concerns and my worries throw me off. It's okay. They're going to be there. And when I looked up and you said to look at someone, I looked and I just opened my eyes and I saw you and I mm. saw your power and I saw mm. how you've, you've come from, you know, not nothing, no one comes from nothing, but you came, you've oh. built this business, this empire for yourself. And, and I want to do that for myself as well. You're just, yeah, you, know, you, you, I can't, oh. so it was good. Very so good. are you. Have you ever watched, uh, thank you for that share. I love that. Did you ever watch the documentary about Miss, Mr. Rogers and the movie that I think it was Tom Hanks that starred in it? No, I didn't. I oh, sweetie. Yeah. What a, he was a beautiful man. Absolutely beautiful man. And I feel like if you embodied Mr. Rogers energy and, and there was something about him, he had to write his show there's interesting stories about him and I'm trying to recall it because I remember listening to it on an interview. Um, but that is a salesperson without the creepy, disgusting sales thing. You know, he was still in a beautiful way sharing his message and people bought it, you know, and it was a beautiful thing. Right. And if you can embody Mr. Rogers energy when you're working with a client, they're going to feel what you care about them. And that's going to get you more sales than coming at it from like a sales script or another way of doing things, which I know you're not doing. I know, I feel like Gia, your issue is that you're bucking the system of being a salesperson the way that it's normally expected to be. Thank goodness. Be the, be a Mr. Rogers salesperson and you will have a successful business. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, honey. Okay, who else wants to ask or share? And did anybody else, did anybody struggle with that? Let me ask that. Did anybody struggle with working with this? And you can be honest with me, you know, you know, you can. Okay. All right. Who wants to go next and share a little something or ask a follow up question so I can coach them? Come on, don't be shy. I know, I know my two talkers on here. <laughs> so you can, whoever, but take this opportunity to really get coached by me and by my guides. Pauline, are you okay with speaking on the podcast though, sweetie? Okay, just yes. wanna make sure, because I know you're a little bit more reserved. Um. My guide looks like the, uh, it, it was a 
Pafora, which is the French double more in the Harry Potter. And, um, oh, okay. and um, what I was deciding to do, uh, um, I got my certificate in psychogenealogy next, uh, last week. So Congratulations. I, I wanted to know uh, what was the next step. Uh, I said I decided to uh, to find the next step. I, I have some option, but I don't know what to do. And uh, what I've got is to trust. And when you ask to uh, look at something, I saw a bright light. So to look at, I uh, understood that the option I have to choose is the more, the, the one that I I am drawn to. Uh, and I also heard my cat, which is very, which she is very curious. So I have to dare and to be curious. So it's what I, uh, what I uh, got. Good. So I love this because when you started out with trust, that's great, but it bothers me because it's inactive. Mm. I, whenever somebody says to me, I have to trust, I'm like, okay, then what? What are you going to do to trust? But you got dare and be curious, dare to be curious. And I thought that was excellent. And you also got the option of the light that is showing you. Are you learning now how to market this skill? Is that the next step that you're going to do? No, it's to go uh, to learn other things because what I've got, I don't, I would like to have another technique to do it. Okay. The only thing I want you to be careful of is sometimes people, I think this is okay for you. I feel like this is okay for you to learn another technique, but I don't want you to stay in student mode okay. where you're constantly just learning because that's a safe place instead of doing and being the what you can do with this work. So I would like you to commit to, I, I don't know how long the next process of learning that you're gonna do is going to be, whichever, whatever you're going to take, the next technique, the next tool. I'd like to see you work with like at least three clients in a three month span of time. Because I need to get you step out in it because here's the thing Pauline and Dana Middleton it's probably going to be already I don't know when that's going to air that podcast but go and listen to that it was a really great interview today about her tapping and what she's done and she's been tapping I think she's in the business for like 10 years or so and she said how she tapped just two years ago when she did the lesson and membership to who she is today are totally different people so, and that's the same with my work too. You've been with, around me for a while. You can see the shifts. You're going to shift too. You're not, you'll learn more and more and more as you work with people about how you can help them. So it's never an injustice. As long as we meet people with the, the intention of helping them to the best of our ability in the moment, that's great. How does that feel? Uh, yeah, I have a tendency to be, uh, I like to be in the student mode. So I, I know I have to be more active. Yeah. So now work with your guides on how to become more active in a loving way towards yourself. Okay. But you have to.
Good. Good job, Pauline. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Congratulations. So happy for you. I know that was <laughs> Thank a big you. Thing. You're welcome. Okay, who's next? Come on. Use me. You should use me. This is it. I don't care if you've spoken to me before. I don't care if you always talk. I don't care who it is. Take this opportunity. Unless you're, go ahead, Susan. Unless you're afraid I'm going to like beat you up. Bring it on. It's more of the same. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was interesting because both I was on the call with you the other day and about the deciding. And it was, oh, yeah. um, you know, deciding. And I loved it. You helped me with that of I'm deciding to be in an intimate, loving relationship, which on one hand feels great. And on the other hand, scares the bejeebies out of me. So then I asked, well, what am I afraid of? And I'm actually afraid of the love and the intimacy, yeah. which is really kind of interesting. And then the other thing that came up is since I've been calling this in, that's when I've been putting on the weight. So there's something about me that um, it's just that part was fascinating. I hadn't put the two of them together until this moment. Um, the person that came in was Gabriel. Like even before you asked the guy, it was clear. It's like, Gabriel, I'm here. I'm like, okay. Felt it in my, um, the sacral, my stomach area. Um, their big thing is to go on a dating site. <laughs> and that at first didn't feel right. And then when you said, reach out to the guides, what I got was they're going to help me decide which one and then help me write the my profile for it okay so um, uh, and it, go ahead no go ahead and then it was like well but it, to me it didn't feel like that's where I was going to meet the person and right. they agreed and they said you're right and it's also where you're going to practice you need yeah. to practice to get yourself out so that when yeah, you do meet them you're going to be ready yeah, so something I want you to do, especially in this arena, and um, is to really work from the future and not the past when it comes to opening up your heart for a relationship. And the reason why I say that is because the more, I just had this conversation with somebody else in Next Level Living, the more you become conscious and emotionally available and if we base it on the partnerships we've had in the past, those people were not, are not capable of meeting us where we're at today. Absolutely. So you don't need to settle for less. And the pool of online dating may feel like there's a settling of less. So the commitment to your heart and soul to be like, look, I'm just going to do, even if you, your guides are like, go pick one, put on a profile. You may go on one date. You may not go on any it's the action of the action of getting into action that is creating a vibratory response inside of you. And you also may find like, whoop, this is not me, but at least I took action or, whoa, that was fun. It was fun date. We'll see. No expectations. But the main thing is, is to call in Susan. I feel like you're afraid because you're, if, let me ask you this. If you called in a conscious partner who is emotionally available, not needy, not dependent on you, had a sense of humor and 
was also masculine and met you where you were at, would you be afraid of that person? No. Yeah. I'm afraid of the relationship, but I'm not afraid of the person, if that makes sense. I don't even, yeah, it does, but I don't know that you would even be, maybe, okay, so let's go there a second. You're afraid of the relationship. What about the relationship are you afraid of? You know, and it just, thank you, because it that just came, it's, it's still in the past. Yes. And that's this thing, that's, this is the piece, brilliant, that is necessary for me to shift is to, and to see the few, and this is where I struggle, to be honest, because I don't know what that love looks like. I don't even know what it feels like. So I'm going, I might as well be jumping off a cliff and having no idea. Yeah. I have never been shown it. There's no modeling for it. So that's the piece. And I'm not afraid of the unknown yet. It just, it's so unfamiliar, I guess. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you're shown a certain love and you can kind of be guided and modeled from it. I, I honestly don't have a clue what that looks like. Okay. So let me give you a piece. This is about trusting yourself to make really good decisions when that opportunity happens which that's a piece I don't think I have. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to have you do a couple of things, but I have to share a story first. So now when I meet, I met a guy um, this past week and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to give too much information because I don't want people who maybe possibly listen to know what I'm talking about. And um, I sit and observe. I don't like, I was like, oh, he's single. He's cute. And I sat next to him. We talked. I... I sit and observe the behavior, the person, get to know them. And I thought maybe I do this with all guys now that I see that are single and possible possibilities. I don't jump in with my heart and soul anymore. I don't even do it on purpose. It's just something that I do now. I just observe and I watch to see if the person is somebody I would even want to get to know further in that way, in a romantic capacity. And I was like, wow, it's weird that I do that now. I know it's healthier. I'm not like, oh my goodness, I'm sexually attracted to that person and I'm diving into this bad situation and it's too late. And I was listening to a podcast and the woman, this teenager was talking about how she fell in love with this guy and he was in a cult and it was too late because she was in love with him. And the woman who was doing the podcast is in her fifties and she's like, we don't fall in love that way anymore at this age. We observe, we watch, we choose then it happens. You're a different person today. Yeah. Now I would ask you to model it on men that you see, maybe not in the, your physical world, but maybe out in the professional world, world, think about different men that represent what you're looking for in a partner. To pull, to, to get to know that energy. Okay. Do I have to physically know? I mean, not physically. No, it could be representation of somebody famous that you see how they show up or how they do YouTube videos or how they do speaking engagements or how they, whoever they carry themselves. You don't know them personally. So we can't say that we always know that person, but they may have the consciousness. They may have the spirituality. They may have the masculine energy. Okay. Yeah. And combine. And say, okay, if that, that person came in that had 
that consciousness like so-and-so with that spirituality like so-and-so that sense of humor like so-and-so that honesty like so-and-so that integrity like so-and-so how would I feel about meeting that person I can guarantee I really can guarantee this I don't feel you would I can guarantee you would not shrink away I agree with you I you would meet your match yep and that's yeah I 100% agree with that. Because there'd be an easy conversation. It's like, hey, let's just walk and talk. Okay, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I'm gonna take one more. Anybody else? Sharon. Okay, well, I learned a lot from your work with Susan. That That's really good. Um, my passion has been about creating healthy homes and i've healthy done what? healthy homes a healthy home, healthy home. Mm -hmm. um from a lot of different angles and right now i'm doing mold remediation um for in my own mm -hmm. home okay um but so recently a friend of mine um her husband died and she asked me for help with her home. Um, she's in a retirement community. And I, th I think I know what needs to be done because I've done it myself, um, especially like decluttering and being able to move, you know, her being able to move into a smaller space. She's kind of backing off no, okay, I'm going to stop you. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to stop you for a second, Sharon. Okay. You're backing off ah. from her because you know how you can help her. Now, respectfully. Uh -huh. So she's backing off because she's probably afraid. What, why is she backing off, Sharon? Give me it in a sentence. She's saying she doesn't know what to, to tell me to do. Okay, so... Sharon, do you need her to tell you what to do? No. How can you lovingly communicate to her that you've got her and you can help her through this time and that you know what to do? Right. Well, there are things that I could tell her that I won't tell her because she's not ready for that. Right. But That's great. Good yeah. to know. Right. Um, and... Hmm. I can't relate. She wants me to relate to her um, sorrow and grief in re, um, regard to her losing her husband. And I've been single for 50 years, so I can't do that. Well, here again, I'm gonna, I, I want to use you as an example because this is really yes. good. You're coming from her, not right. from your own heart. Uh -huh. So she might be throwing at you. She wants you to relate to her grief and she wants you to relate to what she's going on. And you're looking at it from her perspective. Like she needs, wants this for me. She wants that for me. Where are you in that equation? What do you want to do for her? What I want to do is free up her house from the energy, from the energy that's blocking her moving forward. Okay. But let's now, okay, that's great. That's a really clear statement. I love it. Where is the compassion that you can have for her experience while you help declutter her and move her forward? Ah, that's where I'm stuck. Why? Um, hmm. 
I guess it's because of the emotion. I can't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't have the emotion or express way. emotion that way, like she does. You don't have to express it her way, but how can you hold space for her and still, um, it, it still respect yourself? Wow. How would you do that? I guess I don't know. Okay, that's the work I'd want you to do because what you're doing is you're you're knowing what she wants. You're not projecting. You're knowing what she wants, right? And I see sensitives do this all the time. So we try to mold ourselves into what they want us to be. And then it doesn't feel good and we can't respond. So we just shut down. Right. And instead, there's an opportunity here where this woman is in pain and she reached out to you because there is something you can do to help her for sure. Mm -hmm. But there's a way that you need to honor yourself in helping her and communicate that to her without losing yourself in it. Right. Because in doing what I think needs to be done, it does drain me of energy. Because you're doing it. Okay, so what do you think needs to be done? I think what needs to be done is to um, clear, hmm, is to basically declutter. Her okay, I'm going to stop you because I have a better question. What drains you? What about that? What is the, the thing that it drains is, you? It is actually... Um, holding manipulating those those pieces of paper those items that carry a lot of negative energy so why would you do it then hmm. Hmm. because i want to clear that out of her space why because i think that that will help her to heal why? Why do you want to help her heal if it's a, if it's, there's a reason here that's all good. Right. Why do you want to help her heal if it's going to drain you? Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I keep coming, thinking about it's a, a learning experience for me of how to do that. Okay. Why do you need that learning experience? Um, I think, well, I don't need it to, in order to accomplish, you know, my house because I've done that. Um, I guess it's my contribution to humanity, basically. <laughs> Who, who told you how to contribute at the detriment to yourself? Who told wow. you how to contribute in that way that's going to drain you? Wow. I guess I grew up with that. There's a belief there, Sharon, that you there may be absolute truth that you want to help your friend. Right. But if it's piled with all this, it's crumpled up with all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You're, you're gonna lose patience with her. You may get angry. You're, you're not coming from this, this place inside of you that is a real loving spot. 
Or you may decide I'm not the right person for you. Love the cat, Pauline, but I'm going to help you to find the right person. But you have to get to your truth. You have to dial in your truth. This is everything. Go ahead, sweetie. I actually did connect her with her neighbor who's helping her with a lot of pieces that I can't do. But here's the thing, you're still, this is taking up so much space and so much energy in your field. Mm -hmm. And this is the work that I want you, you're in a great, this is great. Your questions, everybody's questions was great because this is the work I do on myself that I want you to do on yourself, honey. You're not, don't, I'm not making you wrong for any of this. Oh, right. This is what we, this is like, I want you to be your own investigator, right? So now sit with your guides and go, why? Or write it out. Why do I need to help her? Why? Hmm. just because she asked does not mean that you have to help her in this way especially if it's going to be taxing to you that's not going to be a help to either of you well i guess i find i need to have to earn some more money in order to do what i'm doing with my house and i and she said that she wanted to pay me to do this so i'm kind of stuck you know that's where the i'm stuck it's like i don't yeah even though it would me, i still you know feel that i yeah it's an opportunity to make the money that i need so this is the problem with monetary stuff if we're not in alignment with how we're receiving money it becomes jaggered right Now there, this might be a real opportunity for you to financially make something, but you have to get clean and clear about it. And then you have to be able to communicate with her. Like, I love, thank you so much for this opportunity. This is a great opportunity for me, but I can't do A, B, and C for you. I can only do D, E, and F. Is this going to work for you? And if it's not, that's okay. We're friends. I love you. I'm going to walk away. And you have to trust in that that as you become clear, something else presents itself or you dis- you solutionally base another opportunity to make money. But I understand needing money, but if it, it, it's not a good situation to do it, you can do it, Sharon, but you, I'd rather you do it from a communicative place, a very honest place with her so that she's clear because she's basically buying emotional support right now from you. And you're like, whoa, dude, this is too much emotional support. I can't give you this. Yeah. I want the monetary exchange for the, the job. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Am I right? What I'm yes, saying? You're Do you right. Yes, you are. Okay. And yes. there's nothing wrong with needing the paycheck. Like I don't have a problem with that stuff, but get right. clear about it, get clean about it. And then it's going to be a better exchange. Right. Or you're going to find something else that's even better for you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. One of the things that's a really good, and I'd love to dive deeper, but we're running out of time. One of the things I really want to say to all of you is be the investigator in your life and keep unpacking it. Make sure that you're not doing something. Look, we're all in response. We're all, you know, support. A lot of us are supporting ourselves and all that kind of stuff. Right. But It's not good if we continue to react from old triggers. Mm -hmm. It's better, like with Susan going on a dating site, right? She's like, oh, it's not something I really want to do. And her guys are like, do it. There's an act in that. And her act may be of doing it and realizing, you know what? This really isn't me. And that'll never be a solution again. 
or wow, I'm really glad I did that. I learned something about myself and I met somebody and he's a friend or I met somebody and he's great. I don't know what your experience is going to be, but our, but go through the experience, check in with your emotional emotions and be clean about it. I think one of the best things I ever heard a friend of mine say, and she was in AA and NA, and she got into a thing with her neighbor. And she said she ran into him into the elevator and she apologized to him. And I think he had a weird response to her. Like he didn't receive the apology. And she wasn't upset. She was sitting with me and she goes, my side of the street is clean. And I was like, that is brilliant. Make sure your side of the street is clean. Got it. All right. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It's good. This is all good stuff. But the other thing I want to say, and I'm, and then we're going to stop, is um, this is the stuff that's keeping you guys stuck, okay? And I don't, Sharon, I hope you hear me, like, I have nothing but love and reverence for where you're at, you know, and respect. You're trying, you're sitting here, you're trying to figure it out. But recognize every one of you all in yourself, if there's an area you're stuck, unpack it. Ask yourself why. What is the belief you're, like the Dana Middleton, and, and I wish I could say on the podcast when it's gonna come out, it'll either be November 17th or the 24th. So it might be the week before this one or the white week after this one that you're hearing. And I would definitely listen to it because it was really good how she talks about, she works with tapping with belief systems. And there's so many belief systems that are, that are just wired into us that aren't serving us anymore. Oh, there's the new thing I'm going to give you guys right now that my guides gave me. And I think it's Susan, I'm giving it to you guys in NLL, I think tomorrow. Spirit showed me, it's almost like a tree with no leaves inside my physical body. So there's all these like um, thin branches and they're, you know, those branches that could be hard and prickly and they're all inside my body and they're attached to old beliefs, past experiences, things I no longer need. I don't need to worry what they are, but when I go into meditation before I open up, I watch mother earth and spirit pull that tree out of my body. And as it pulls it out of my body, it pulls out all those belief systems, all those negative experiences, things that don't serve me anymore. And if you can truly believe that it's removing the stuff that's not serving you, you can start almost from a clean slate. And you'll start noticing when a limiting belief comes in and be like, no, that's, that's not me anymore. So work with that. It's a really great, I don't know if it works for you, but for me, it was such a strong image they gave me and I could feel them just when they pull it out. They're just pulling stuff out of me. So just ask yourself, Sharon, what's old, what's new? Susan, ask yourself, what's old, what's new? Gia, ask yourself, what's old, what's new? Every three of you gave me something old that is dictating your path. Great work, everyone. Really great work. Um, real quickly, give me two people that got the best, one sentence tech takeaways, just so we could give it to the community. It's very hard for me not to speak to every single one of you. I have such a hard time, but we're already like way over and I'm so sorry. Somebody want to speak? Terry, what about you? One, one takeaway. And am I saying your name right, honey? Okay, good. Unmute. Yeah. Um, 
my takeaway that I am going to do um, writing, automatic writing um, to unlayer um, uh, how I feel. Um, I'm always disappointing uh, people and created like this false sense of uh, um, like imposter syndrome. So my takeaway is just listening to all of, I mean, you know, just speaking that out loud and then knowing like I, what I've been, I get too long. Anyway, just Here, knowing so this what, is what um, I want you to do. I'm going to help you right now. Give me one sentence that's empowering to you. Something you're deciding that's empowering. It's okay that you're, you're learning, you're, you're discovering something that you want to shift. It's all good. Oh, that's why I want you speaking out loud. See how that fumbling. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. keep speaking it out loud. We get super clear. It's really great. So even when you're automatic writing, sweetie, you know what I'd like you to do is read it out loud. Because after you write it and read it out loud, you're going to go through another layer of truth. So give me right. one empowering statement for you. I am deciding. Yeah, I am deciding to uh, free myself of um, dis- disappointing, uh, disappointing, feeling uh, to be a disappointment. Say it again, really straight, good. I am deciding that I'm not, I'm going to figure out why I feel like I'm always disappointing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Still not. Yeah, but it's clearer, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I think it is. I thought it was clear. Yeah, I did. All right. Because that's a So um, Cheryl said, get clear on my whys. And Joan said, take away is why, why, why. And you're welcome, Susan. All right, guys. I'm going to just let that go there. Thank you so much, everyone. Much love to you. And remember, if you like this, be your own investigator. Barbara, you're still on. I'm so glad. Um, be my own investigator. Um, thank you, everyone. And remember, if you would like this podcast to please rate, review and subscribe and share. Um, it would really, really be amazing to get more of this work out to people so that they can really learn how to do this for themselves and not be so dependent on uh, experiences that may not be beneficial to them. So that would be great. Much love to all of you guys. I will talk to you soon. Love you all. Bye.